Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. DNA from Oakland Cemetery matching living descendants, possibly survivors of the 1921 Greenwood Massacre. Reparations discussions are underway. There's budget talks this week. Arena football has started up in Tulsa again. We're going to begin this time with Monday with the mayor and Tulsa Mayor D.T. Bynum. Good morning. Morning. It's a busy time in Tulsa right now. No kidding. We hear you perform the coin toss at uh, the Tulsa Oilers Friday home game Friday night. Yeah, had a 50% chance of fail. And <laughs> did. Uh, we lost the coin toss, so that was a great move by me. But the team was great. It was so exciting to see the BOK Center uh, filled up with fans and uh, so excited to have that team here. And I tell you, Andy Skirto, since that guy bought the Tulsa Oilers hockey team, he has just invested so much in our city. It's been just a 180-degree turnaround as far as involvement of the Oilers and attractions that they brought to Tulsa. So it was exciting to be there. Notice that uh, after we talked last week, one of the city councilors actually did propose a new rule for uh, city councilors keeping them off phones during meetings. Did that go anywhere? Uh, I know they're discussing it, um, and I think they agreed to discuss it again this week. Uh, I don't know where that's going to go, though. All right. Uh, On to the Graves investigation. Help us understand the significance of what was announced last week, this major scientific breakthrough in that they found DNA that uh, matches or can be traced to relatives living today. You you said this was, you know, a first in American history. So help us understand how that's the case and, and why it's significant. Sure. So first of all, I think it's important to understand that, like, we didn't know if we would ever find any DNA at all uh, because these are remains that have been underground for over a century at this point. Um, and so finding any was miraculous. But... Uh, then to take that, and I think the best way I can explain it is most of us, we think about our family tree going backwards. So like you're the base of the tree. And then as you go backward through generations, the branches of the tree grow out and your great, great grandparents are these branches way out. Well, think about your family tree moving forward in time from today. So mm-hmm. multiple generations go out, other you know brothers and sisters have kids and you have nephews and nieces and then on and on and on. And it spans out over time. What this team has done is basically illuminated the several of the branches of those trees for the remains that were found of descendants who are alive today, um, but we don't know how they intersect. Because you think about 100 years down the road, there's so many different possible combinations of relatives. Yeah. And so what they found in uh, these uh, descendants are commonalities. So common last names, uh, that go back in their family trees, uh, common places of residence. And what we were able to announce last week is what those common threads are for each of the people whose remains were exhumed because they were believed to be relevant to this investigation. The, the forensic anthropologists that uh, did the exhumations over the last two years. They're, they have specific things they're looking for, 
and they do not exhume someone from a grave unless that person matches qualities they're looking for. Uh, and so to be able to come out today and say, you know, if this is, if you have this last name in your family history and you had family that might have been in Tulsa at some point, but lived in this county in Texas or Georgia, uh, then please come forward uh, and, and contact the independent researchers uh, who are doing this forensic genealogy work, and you could help us identify who these remains are and then reunite them with their families. I mean, it. this is something that I thought best case scenario, maybe we'd be able to do like five to 10 years down the road. Oh, wow. Uh, and so to have it happen this quickly, uh, again, it, it's never been done before in American history. And this does move us closer to determining if those remains uh, are from people who died in the Greenwood Massacre? That is exactly right, uh, because once we can identify who these remains are, uh, then ideally we can determine the circumstances uh, of their death more accurately than we can when we just have a set of remains that we don't know who it is uh, in the ground. Well, related, uh, we had two meetings last week, uh, discussions uh, about reparations or going beyond apology. I believe there's a couple more that are taking place in May and June. Were you able to monitor either of the meetings last week? No, I, I thought it was important that I not be there because I thought it'd be a distraction. Uh, I think it, it is the, the idea here is that um, folks in the community be able to come together and learn about this issue and discuss what that looks like for them uh, without uh, me being there prescribing anything. Um, the whole purpose of the exercise is for us to have a better understanding of uh, what that looks like uh, for Black Tulsans. And, you know, that, that's one of the real challenges around the reparations discussion that I've learned the hard way is, you know, I, I think most people in Tulsa would say, you know, the grave search, for example, were, were Black Tulsans done right in 1921? Of course not. Uh, should the city have done better in 1921? Of course. Uh, are there things that we can do today to try and make things right that weren't done right 102 years ago, like looking for the graves, like trying to rebuild Greenwood uh, with what this generation of Tulsans would like it to be? I think so. And those are things that we've pursued as a city. There are other folks who want to have a lawsuit against the city and settle that and levy a property tax against everybody that owns property in Tulsa uh, to pay cash payments. I don't support that. I, I don't think financially penalizing this generation of Tulsans for a crime that occurred that criminals did a century ago is the right thing. But I want to hear from folks what what it looks like for them. That's the big challenge nationally. Man, in Tulsa, we're kind of a microcosm. Uh, because when you say reparations, people just jump to a conclusion about what it means based on their own opinion. Mm. And so I think this exercise will be valuable because it will be able to give us a, a better understanding, hopefully, of what options are out there uh, and what folks, what really matters to be. Speaking with Mayor G.T. Bynum. Mayor, I understand that you're presenting your budget to the city council this week. Could you uh, give us a little preview? Oh, sure. You know, this is um, something that every year that 
I've been mayor, we've really tried to have this be a, a collaborative process with the council. When I was a city councilor, it was always like some big surprise when the mayor presented the budget. And uh, I, I didn't like that. I, I thought it ought to be an ongoing dialogue between the mayor and the council. And so we had our mayor council retreat in January and identified a handful of, of key priorities. I mean, as it has been every year that I've been mayor, the number one thing is recruiting and retaining the best public service workforce in the country at the city of Tulsa. That will be a big focus uh, in the budget because I know it's a priority uh, for myself and all nine counselors. But there are also things that we have a lot of different working groups that are focused on uh, uh, addressing homelessness, doing better work in uh, neighborhoods, um, uh, neighborhood revitalization, making neighborhoods across the city better places for people to live, uh, improving how we do street work. We already announced uh, a reorganization uh, of our public works team uh, into a new public works department and water and sewer department, as well as a department of city experience. All of those things, this, is, this will be kind of the financial follow through on those. So not a lot of like giant major announcements in this. It's more uh, the, the financial follow through on things that the city council and I have already been working together on over the last several months. We will look forward to that presentation and asking you about it next week. Mayor, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. Well, Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>